Uh, oh wait, Cosmo, I have something for you. If you like the filter, little Happy thing. Father's Day. Oh wow! Um, so wanted to give. How you did your job interview go? <laughs> I'm giving Cosmo his tie back that he let me for my day in court. I know. I reached around him and tied it for him, like a like a proud father. <laughs> I was trying to get my kids back, and Cosmo was like, "You look like shit. You look like shit. Dude. You look like the judge is never gonna want to bang." You. Uh, guess what? He did it. <laughs> he did it anyway. He did it anyway. Hmm. Hmm. I got it. Oh wait. Uh, I'm sorry. We're. I know we're recording, but I. I needed one last piece of information mm. from this. If it's about my body, don't ask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it will come. Up. Googling. <laughs> come on. I can never I find the information I want about Adam's body on the internet. <laughs> Adam McShane measurements. Are you on the dark web or the regular web? Oh, I'm. I'm doing regular. Should I go dark web? I should do it all dark web. Here we go. Yeah. Get um, tour and just start. <laughs> Looking up pictures of Adam. <laughs> See what's on there? This road is yeah. getting less well lit as we walk down it. I don't know. And pictures of Adam. Safe search off. Yeah. That's, I think that dark. Ooh, I think dark. My friend Adam. <laughs> dark web is turning. So I think dark web is the same as turning safe search <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't, it's crazy that yeah. they have that feature, but that's how you can hire an assassin. Well, it's like, well, the, yeah, it's like hitman to kill ex boss. <laughs> safe search off. Safe like, off. Yeah. yeah. Well, the incognito. Magneto window that pops up is like dark, like the color grade's different. That guy, the well, dark also web. The little yeah. logo is like a movie theater masturbator. That like, <laughs> yeah. that like, like duster he's wearing. Yeah, they knew. They know. They're they like, doing. you are doing sex crimes on this. Does window. he have a magnifying glass window. though? Does he have enhanced? <laughs> what does he? I'm you looking to open the... an incognito tab. I don't remember him having a magnifying glass. I don't. Yeah, I think we're just mixing up Sherlock. Honestly, Holmes. he looks like a I fucking like nerd. <laughs> Yeah, those glasses. Yeah, that's, that's like a ma- lady style yeah. hat. But there you is... can't see his face, and that's a little ominous. I wish they gave him Groucho glasses. <laughs> like <laughs> the, the nose. The nose, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do they... Un- un- I'm not here searching pornography. <laughs> uh, on holidays, they should do it on incognito mode, too, where he's got like a... Like, you know, oh, like, 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 Harriet Tubman. Yeah, like, <laughs> like oh, she, no. she's wearing a duster. And, oh, like, no. honestly, what's crazy is that what the, was the first thought thing I thought, too. Also, Harriet Tubman. Tubman. Yeah. yeah. She gets a lot of play on Google, uh, <laughs> those anniversary the doodles. doodles. Yeah. The doodles. Mm-hmm. The Google doodles. <laughs> the those, Googles. The doodles. Those change every year, too, right? Yeah, yeah sure. They, imagine. they love doing that shit. They love yeah. being like, did you know it's Picasso's 120th birthday? Yeah, and it's like, yeah, he's dead. Sometimes it'll be like Dutch bread maker, huh? It's like, what the fuck is this? So yeah, I like, they, I mean, they ran through a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, I remember that Pac-Man one. Can Ooh. you play? It? Oh yeah, big Pac-Man. big day in school that day. The Pac-Man anniversary Google Loto. Oh, it was on Google Maps, wasn't it? You could go on like what? the Isthmus in Madison and play Pac-Man. I don't think there were the yeah. ghosts or anything, but you could. Just... But you could like like nom nom like yeah. down like State yeah. Street. Oh, and shit. The one I'm uh-huh. thinking of, the one I'm thinking of is uh the Google logo itself, and there were ghosts. It was a, a functional game of Pac-Man uh, on the Google logo. Maybe wow. they did. Yeah. What can't computers? Do? <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been able to figure out love yet. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yet we love them so much. Yeah, dude. Yeah. If only. I wish they could return my affection towards them. I'm sorry. I'm taking. That warm glow. What? I just wanted that on my pocket. No, that's like, yeah, I mean, it was weighing you down. I just need to be free. I need yeah. to be loose. I need to, yeah. I need mm-hmm. to really feel like I can punch and kick somebody. Yeah. You just got to spread your... Joey's literally spreading his wings right now, essentially. <laughs> making he's a the, flapping. You're like my magnificent wingspan. He's taking off like 40 holstered guns like in like in movies. <laughs> where it's like, whoa. I don't know how I got all of these past the security at Adam's apartment. <laughs> yeah, I did the TSA line that he keeps here. I do that bit from The Matrix every time I come in. <laughs> I show them all the guns and they're like, oh, no. The Matrix has bit. People 
Is there a single laugh in the Matrix? Matrix, very funny movie. Very funny movie. People don't understand that. Mm, laugh a minute. You get one laugh every 60 seconds when you watch the Matrix. That's a guarantee. Yeah. It's a great hit, right? Well, I had a fun, <laughs> I had a fun moment, but then Joey had to un. I was ready. To I'm get sorry. Into I did. It, I did realize. I did realize. I yeah. feel like we were doing better when you had that stuff in your pocket. <laughs> Do you want to? We can just in? cut from when mm. we were having fun to the podcast. Okay, but I can't force myself to be having fun anymore. I got short person. <laughs> I, I, I think the, the now I do. I, okay. I hear I don't I obviously do not care to get our podcast on topic in it by any means. I hear what people are saying and I do think <laughs> you can't force yourself to have a good time with me for every once in a while. I think you're probably right on that. Yeah, we've gotten a lot of feedback from one person <laughs> about how we need to keep this shorter up top. I'm just saying, if somebody wanted to learn about Pete Best, they'd have to listen to 15 minutes of us not knowing who Sully Sullenberger is. And then still. <laughs> I, intru- I briefly say the name Pete, and then we talk about Mountain Dew for another two minutes, uh, and then uh, I say Best. Yeah. Okay, well, Co- Cosmo, the, the same correctioner uh, kind of gave Cosmo a little confidence boost in something that you steamrolled him on on the podcast. Do you want to oh, get your moment? Yeah, I forgot about this. We actually had a, cre- a credit uh, certified a Jew. Sorry, fucking hell! From, from certified Jew and superfan Aaron Kling. No, 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 no! Oh, am I getting canceled? Because here's, here's the thing. Here's did the I thing. say something incredibly anti-Semitic? Well, well, you said. When did I even talk about the you Jews? You said I never speak of the Jews. <laughs> yeah, you never would dare. You said that bat mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs happen at different ages. Is that not true? And I said, and I said, are you sure? I don't think so. And you said. Yes, they have been at different ages. Then I looked it up after, and I was right. I don't. Hmm. Well, okay, if he's wrong, now. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, I, you're talking about a uh, super fan and reformed Jew. <laughs> okay, interesting. Now, this is a wonderful t- turn in this tale. Yeah, twelve and thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> I am unkillable. Oh man, I like when podcasts have enemies, but this isn't the enemy I wanted. <laughs> This group of people isn't the ones I wanted to piss off. Gonna uh, make it very popular, though. You gotta admit. That's fair. Uh, I'm, I'm also, it could be different in, you know, Reform Orthodox conservative. Whatever. Sure, sure. Okay. But it, at least, but you're at least sometimes not wrong. <laughs> at least. Okay. Maybe always right. Okay. <laughs> but. <laughs> Is that, am I not giving you no credit there? <laughs> yeah, I'm maybe always right when yes. I introduce things on this podcast. And at worst, sometimes not wrong. Adam, introduce the fucking podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, interesting. Two men shouting yeah. at each other. Um, what you waiting for there, pal? A, a moment of a breath? <laughs> well, this is the American Journal of Losers, everyone. Hi. Uh, as of now, Cosmo and Joey remain friends. <laughs> As if, yeah. <laughs> the old pack still stands. <laughs> Tune in every week to see if the Jews divide them. <laughs> God, dude. Like a Red Sea. <laughs> but we profile loser every week, and we got Cosmo to my right, Joey to my left. You know them both. Still here, still yeah. unf- unfallible. Yeah. Fuck, we I are got here. The word wrong. Never we mind. are here holding the line. <laughs> I've made so many mistakes on this podcast, and no one calls me out on the right ones. They always just think I'm going after the juice. Yeah. What's well, this the way you say it? <laughs> it's not what you're saying, but it's the way you're saying it. I may be too confident as a goy talking about Jewish culture. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think I made a lot of I made a lot of hard statements about red clots in F1. Yeah. And they didn't even hear what you say when we're not recording. <laughs> they, they didn't hear the, the edited it out, the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> if you want if you want the uncut, go to the Patreon. Oh Lord. Listen to takes. Well, boys. Well, Joe. Men, perhaps. All right. I guess I can I guess gentlemen. I can, I guess I can dive into this one. I can, I can hop right into these beautiful blue waters. I mean, as the biggest hater, you you seem to be the only one coming in here with losers. <laughs> so, Cosmo and I pretty well adjusted. No enemies. Yeah. No friends. People, <laughs> yeah. Just kind of neutral, net zero. Uh, just kind of lukewarm <laughs> existences. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, how about this? How about this for a loser? You guys ever hear of Hemingway? Hemming what? <laughs> I've heard of hawing way. <laughs> <laughs> Some describe the podcast as such. <laughs> yeah, you guys, uh, you guys ever read a freaking book before? You guys know this man? I've heard, yeah, heard of I him. Know of this man? You like this guy's books? Uh, Did he do Old Man in the Sea? That was one of his. Yeah. Uh, okay. I read part of it yeah. to try to fall asleep. A little, uh, little too much old man for <laughs> really. I thought <laughs> too much sea. sea. Too much sea. <laughs> yeah, well, with, you know, with one or the other, you're not going to win. You yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, I think Ernest Hemingway is incredibly overrated. 
I don't I don't get it. It feels like it feels like there are people who like to read that don't like him. Then there's annoying people who like to read that do like him. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a third where it's like it's like I I think some people like him because he is good and some people like him because he's annoying. Is that fair? I guess so. You know what? I don't want to come on here and cancel Ernest Hemingway because this episode's not even about him for one thing. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I like being you trick me every day. <laughs> I get a little sharper knowing you every day. We're like we're 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 the we're in the double digits now. I get so bored. <laughs> okay. We're not talking about Ernest Hemingway, although I'm not trying to cancel him for being toxic masculine. You know, I'm not the freaking left Twitter out here. Sure, sure. No, today <laughs> it is, of course, yeah. Yeah, yes, obviously. <laughs> uh today we're talking about a guy. Who wrote six books? He hunted Nazi submarines in the Caribbean. Well, he became the president of his own country by exploiting an archaic law about bird poop. <laughs> he maybe discovers the fountain of youth, and yet he is nowhere near as famous as his older brother, Ernest Hemingway. Uh, I, I thought you were going to say Ponce de Leon for a second. <laughs> we're talking about. Little Lester Hemingway. Less. I mean, this Less sounded... Less is more <laughs> this time. This sounded more like a, a, a story of his. This sounded like a fictional... I thought we were going fictional character. We're talking about a real man <laughs> who was the younger sibling of a famous author, Ernest Hemingway. Ernest Hemingway's little brother was king of bird shit <laughs> island. <laughs> <laughs> the longer we don't talk about the bird shit, I mean, I need a stress ball in my hand every second we don't. Bring I mean, it up. there's just there's, I promise we'll get to the bird shit thing. He does start his own country, and wow. yet, and yet, An option everyone, I never even I should be considering more often. And yet, everybody talks about Ernest Hemingway. Can you imagine? This is this is why he's a loser. He cannot get out <laughs> under the shadow. He was a king. <laughs> no one's talking about yeah, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> You should fucking do do Molly and fight bulls in Barcelona. So that was a little yeah. That's all he yeah, did. It was, yeah. it was just like I. Oh, here's what men are: drugs <laughs> and like have cats with extra toes. That's a weird Hemingway thing. That There's he has so like so many wait, weird what? Hemingway things. There's like a, they call them like Hemingway cats. They're like they, they're like polydactyl. They have like more toes than normal. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, and I don't he know just, what he did to make that happen. He just, no. Does he describe is, them? He, are these? Has he? Include pictures. Is there a lot of art? Yeah, in you're thinking, <laughs> I mean, you're thinking of T.S. Eliot. Uh, no, the, Hemingway just liked that type of cat, and everyone's like, "Hey, it's yours now." And they didn't have a name until he polydactyl. Oh, okay, these are a real cat that exists. Yes. yes, yes oh, yes. I didn't know that's, that. See, that's a, yeah. That's you a, thought we were inventing a fictional well, creature, but that's really, kind of what he did. It seems <laughs> like he made these cats. No, he didn't make the cats. <laughs> he liked the cats and he talked about them. So everyone was like, "Those are those cats that Hemingway liked." Okay, I want to be famous enough to like something, and that is a thing. Yeah. Like, like art, like Arnold Palmer. Ah, yeah, exactly. Like Arnold not, Palmer. He did not invent that drink. He was just like, just, "This is mine now." Interesting. He was just wilting in that in that hot eighteen hole sun. Mm-hmm. I also think he had like gin in it. <laughs> well, there's, uh, there's another. He, okay. Well, there's another one. That, uh, Every time I out you... someone for being a drunk on this podcast, I get in trouble. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an exclusively pilot. <laughs> it's been exclusively hero pilot. <laughs> like, Amelia Earhart. Glug, glug, glug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you guys want to hear about this guy? This loser. Love to. Yeah, All right, Lester Clarence less. Hemingway. Born uh, April 1st, 1915. That's 16 years after Ernest is born. Also a fool's day. It's also a fool's day. Mm. So he was bound to be a loser. Yeah, that's kind of a loser's day. We're going to do a whole episode on people who are born on the fool's day. That's fun, kind of. Is it? I don't know. Keep <laughs> <going>. <laughs> it kind of depends on what the, how yeah. long that list is. Yeah. What if it's just me reading names and you guys got yeah, a riff? Like from, like, you like guys got a riff the on the like energy? The state oh. registry. <laughs> so not even famous people, just like <laughs> yeah, Charles Mackelson. Like, uh, do you guys ever go on that celebrity birthday website and see who's such celebrities share your birthday and it's all like... 15 year old TikTok stars. Now. Oh, oh, they've updated it. They've updated it. They will not stop updating it. Well, Anytime the last someone version, gets a like on TikTok. The last version, I feel like, was a website so old that it still had like a counter for traffic where you could see <laughs> how many people had visited the site. <laughs> it's been a while since we've counted our birthdays, I see. Yeah. You guys got any any big dogs? Uh, who was mine? I don't. I, I can't think of celebrities. I know. I know growing up, my mom told me. 
that I had the same birthday as Harry Houdini. But you have oh. a famous liar of I apparently what a crazy I the, we <laughs> we know a person that that has a birthday in common with me and I said to her I was like, "Oh, it's Harry Houdini's birthday." And then I was thinking about that night and I looked it up just totally wrong. <laughs> just my whole life I thought I mean, that. Oh yeah. <laughs> he did die on Halloween. On Halloween. That's perfect. Did you know that about Harry no, Houdini? No, I don't. Mm-hmm. I didn't. That better have been suicide. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> he died from getting punched in the gut, oh, right? Yeah. 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 Remember? yeah. Remember you were there? <laughs> yeah, dude, I did. Yeah, I remember I punched Harry Houdini in the gut and <laughs> yeah, died. We had to get you out of the 1960s. I was like, Hungary? Where did that happen? <laughs> 1960. Where is he from? Uh, I do think he's like one of those uh, and when? Draculas. <laughs> and where is he now? <laughs> a Transylvanian? I think he's a Transylvanian. <laughs> Based on no evidence, I think Harry Houdini was a Transylvanian. I could see that. Boy, okay. Okay. Is anyone okay? Yeah. <laughs> I really got you guys distracted from Birdshit Island. Yeah. Jesus oh. Christ, I forgot. <laughs> uh. So he's 16 years old, younger than Ernest. A uh, big kind of gap relationship. That's actually the same as me and my younger half sister. And it's just like, yeah, we're not siblings in the. Yeah, you're not like. You're, you're not boys. You don't. You don't hang. <laughs> but it, they they are close in a way that's more of like a paternal thing, right? Uh, it, especially, well, okay. We should jump ahead of this because if you're talking about Hemingway, I don't want to end the episode on this, but you do have to say all of the men in the Hemingway family end their life by suicide. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to be the last thing I say in the episode. Sure. So I just want to get out ahead of you it. Get all the really riff about it, laugh about it now. <laughs> oh, sure. it's just a bummer. We ended Roy Sullivan with suicide. Yeah. Let's, let's start with a bummer. That's what. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look. On your tombstone, it's going to say two dates and a dash in the middle. And that dash is where you're the loser. <laughs> Joe Schmidt, You took an that. L on that day, <laughs> Joe. Just, yeah, all, okay, so when you say all, like, how many are we talking? I mean, like okay. him, his dad. Ernest, Lester, Lester, and Clarence, their dad. Okay. All committed suicide yeah, by rough, gunshot. All when they're in their 60s and, like, kind of facing medical... Like, they're in deteriorating health. Oh. In both Clarence and Lester's case, they both had type 2 diabetes and had a bunch of operations regarding them. Okay, so I, it wasn't... Yeah, I mean... It's more punching your ticket than a real <laughs> yeah, like, despair-based I decision. guess, although they clearly was, were suffering from depression. Of course. Uh, and Ernest Hemingway, I should say, his widow has always maintained that he did not kill himself. He was simply cleaning his gun while it was fully loaded. That is oh. so much more embarrassing than suit. Yeah, I would <laughs> rather... I would rather people think I killed myself than, like, the Mr. Beaned myself. I my would, <laughs> too, but you guys know that that is what happened. <laughs> you guys would know. <laughs> Yo, for you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, like, yeah. tripped and fall. I knocked over three <laughs> hot fire pokers and then <laughs> skateboard slid into a loaded gun. Yeah. Joey right accidentally hot-wired his car while scrolling through Twitter in the garage. <laughs> yeah. Door closed. Yeah, you stepped on... <laughs> God, how embarrassing. You find my body in the garage. I've died by suffocation. And my phone is open to Twitter. <laughs> yeah. And you see, like, I'm open, up my I'm open to my drafts. Yeah. <laughs> None of these are funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. but maybe I'll post it anyway. <laughs> he would have wanted yeah. these drafts out into the world. He would have. Young comedian Joey Benozzi stepped on a rake until he died. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that sad when someone close to you, like, knows you so little that they spread something worse like that? <laughs> like, oh yeah, that like, or like a like a like a someone whose kid dies and they do comedy. They're like, oh, maybe stand up at the funeral or just like something awful like yes, that. Yes, it's, it's like, like why are you trying to take stab in the dark? What <laughs> what kind of show he'd want at his funeral? <laughs> well, I'm glad we. Got, every I, has one. See, I'm glad show. we got a couple good minutes out of su- out of suicide. Hey, <laughs> and yeah. That's that's all the Hemingways would have wanted yeah, from us. Yeah. Can I just say every funeral has a show? And it's usually just a couple people pretending to be sad. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of happy. Like like, <laughs> like us normal people are at funerals. <laughs> okay, so he is like he's like a young kid when he's like five years old when Ernest Hemingway is like a war hero in World War One. Okay. And by the time he's a teenager, Ernest Hemingway is like the most famous author. Dear, dear he God. sells okay. the Sun Also Rises by the time uh, Lester is eleven years old. Okay. And that becomes like a movie by the time he's an adult. So uh-huh. does, does this bring wealth to like the whole family? Oh, I guess I don't really know the background. You know, so they're from Oak Park, Illinois, not not far from here. And okay. like, you know, they're fine. The, the Clarence is a doctor. 
like it does seem like they make bad investments. They're always kind of house broke, and that often is pointed as to why Clarence committed suicide. Okay. But once Hemingway makes it, like he's got money, he's providing for Lester. Okay, okay. Lester doesn't really need to worry money about Money is that. not an issue. Not during all. the peak of Hemingway, okay, right? Okay. Uh also should be pointed out that uh Clarence, the father, kills himself when Lester is like 13 years old. Hey, okay. Not great for him, but luckily. Big he's, brother, big brother Ernie, rich there. daddy. <laughs> big brother Ernie is there to say Hemingways don't cry. <laughs> Which, nice. I they mean, just kill themselves, <laughs> right? I would if I could make one amendment. I think if they amended that one family rule, yeah, maybe. things might have ended a little different. Yeah, for some of them. God was uh, was was uh, little man growing up reading Ernest stuff. Uh probably right. I yeah, I mean, I don't know. At what age? I mean... Do you think it was too inappropriate? <laughs> well, I mean, if, if someone in your family, was, like, you almost are kind of, like, not interested until you... Isn't it kind of just like... Oh, I'd be a little disinterested. Oh, my brother's books? Are you just talking about how none, none in your family wants Listens to, to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now that you mention it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he was actually a big fan of his brother's. I mean, he really admired his brother, despite <laughs> the fact that not only does he say Hemingway's Don't Cry, he also says, also, send me the gun that dad killed himself with. <laughs> I just wanted to clean it really drunk <laughs> <laughs> in about 30 years. <laughs> send me the gun. That send me the we gun. don't cry. We just stare at the gun that our dad <laughs> committed suicide with. The amount of fucking toxic about these people. <laughs> I miss the days you could send a gun in the mail. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, dude. When someone wronged you and you could just like, they, they'll get it. They know yeah. what, know what this like, means. I'm coming. Yeah, not, not a bullet like the traditional threat. <laughs> yeah, the whole gun. <laughs> the whole gun. <laughs> like, you use this, this to kill me when I come to your house unarmed. <laughs> <laughs> you send a gun and then a follow-up letter being like, hi, I'm sorry, I do need that gun yeah, to come that, and kill you. Yeah, return address, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so despite this he grows up loving his brother he writes about him it was pretty glorious stuff being kid brother to the guy who had personally helped make the world safe for democracy you read that like it was a quote Did it some, was a quote who, who said that that he said lester that? hemingway said that of his older brother okay. in a biography he writes of him later which we'll get uh-huh. to in a sec now i gotta see i do not know enough about Ernest. Hem- what does he mean making <laughs> democracy just by his novels man just by writing such good work that no because he was a war hero oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay. because what? like the thing he did he he like saved some guys he was like a red cross medic oh he was, he was okay delivering cigarettes and chocolate is the story that he always tells and he <laughs> like carries some guys away and gets shot in the legs a bunch of times it's very funny to like be pictured like i'm a war hero i was a medic and then i was like i was giving chocolate and smoke <laughs> <laughs> i think i like i like that better even than like, That's like I'm, a cool like vietnam candy man he's already- what war is this <laughs> Yeah, Vietnam. Yeah, you got it right. Okay. You nailed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I picture someone on death's door and they're just like shoving chocolate in him, just slapping him in the face, trying to get him to swallow. Yeah, hey, hey. <laughs> That's the thing is like, of course he's a war hero. He was already the most popular guy at the delivery service. Yeah. <laughs> the other guys were just <laughs> delivering water and rations. Yeah. Chocolate's <laughs> When Ernie yeah, came around, dude. it was time for a smoke, baby. <laughs> yeah, not fucking a hard tack. Like <laughs> he got the he got medals out of popularity. <laughs> <laughs> Took the prom approach. Well, so so that quote makes it sound like Les was way more impressed with his military service than with his That was just one quote. Book writing. I mean, I do believe he was impressed by his book writing because not he also wanted to be an author. <laughs> this mm. fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> the Hemingway men just have a love of words yeah. and storytelling, Cosmo. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. It runs in the family. <laughs> I'm so excited for when he becomes king. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, so he like really, he, he grows up, Ernest teaches him how to like fish and hunt and fight according to him. Well, yeah, I feel like every brother, older brother teaches their little brother how to fight. <laughs> right, by hitting them. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't do that if I were 16 years their senior, though. Just kicking, <laughs> Just kicking the shit. That's crazy. Yeah, that's not the same weight class at all. My man. brother and I were three years apart and we like wrestled a lot, but not, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't hit a, my 16 year old. What's the age difference between the littlest one? Uh, me, I have a three and an eleven. Neither of them did I really fight with. Really, oh, the eleven one, man, you really could have cleaned that clock, dude. I was a benevolent older brother. I'm surprised you never did the three, man. I was, I was punching and kicking that three all the damn time. I was the younger one though, so I really wanted to assert my dominance. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I was the older brother. So yeah. someone fucked with him once, and I really gave it to him. Really? Yeah. Interesting. No story. <laughs> 
Uh, someone picked on him, and we were like, I don't know, maybe like three and six, and I fucking dragged this kid's head oh, through the wood were, chips. When you were six. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I guess, yeah, you're busy taking your anger out on, like... Other people. Like, and mailboxes. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> property damage yeah the the suburbs were my punching bag yeah, no, i, love I didn't that. need i truly love that about you <laughs> <laughs> okay so then he's spending a lot of time with his older brother as he comes of age right he tells him i want to be a writer artist and they both kind of mutually agree that like you don't want to be Ernest hemingway's younger brother really <laughs> you want to try to make a name for yourself yes. if at all possible so he hooks him up with a job at like was it the Chicago Daily News? Okay, newspaper writer there. Which Herman, uh, Ernest also started in newspapers. He's like, it's a great way to hone your craft. Does and he go he, by a different name then? To no, kind he of distance. Okay, yeah, he doesn't. Oh, by the way, I didn't. I didn't make this clear. Lester spelled with the C in there. One of those sneaky C's. Mm. Like, what? It's the, the English. C. You've never seen like Lester Square in in London. L e i c e s t e r. Whoa! I know. What going on? You could have given me all day, and I wouldn't have came up with that. <laughs> there's like six other. Yeah, I said there's a C. There's also a couple. Yeah, I's. the I. I was, <laughs> yeah. yeah. By the time you learn to write your name, you're already one of the better authors <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the country. <laughs> So yeah, so he gets him this job at the Chicago Daily News. Everyone's like, you're, what's Ernest Hemingway like? Which I'm sure is annoying. But he also introduces Lester to the Caribbean. Because ah, at this time, okay. you know, Hemingway is big. Into Hemingway's it. big. He's, He's an old like man and he loves to see. fucking guy. Yeah. Guy. Hemingway spends most of like the 30s and 40s in Key West and Cuba. When he's not in Europe or at the Algonquin Round Table. He's spending time sailing boats around. He's like a weird Jimmy, Bu- proto Jimmy Buffett. He is kind of a margarita. <laughs> He's kind of a parrot head. He's Ernest- a parrot head and Lester made his own Margaritaville. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. That guy, I mean, that fits very much. Like, can you imagine a modern day Ernest Hemingway? Just like fucking Florida Keys, just like drunk in a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> That is what he was doing. I know, dude. I was so surprised when I learned this. And then, like, the where he is when he died, I didn't know this literally until today. Ernest Hemingway was in Idaho when he when he shot himself. Mm, that's so... Which is, like, that is, where you, that is where you go to shoot yourself. Yeah. I thought he was in, like, a vista in, like, in Spain. Like, I like, thought it was a vista, right? In Idaho? Idaho? <laughs> Idaho's pretty. It's got mountains. Interesting. What do you think Idaho was? It's not that I think it's, like, like the most ugly, disgusting place. <laughs> It's not like I'm not picturing the same gorgeous Spanish villa. That's fair. It's not a villa. I think it was probably an isolated type of cabin situation. I'm sure he had the kind of place where a man goes to clean his gun way too close (laughs) to his head. Yeah, Yeah, with his teeth. Yeah, (laughs) he was licking it. Yeah, it was. He was really like "Eh." he dropped in something good. (laughs) (laughs) I dropped my honey, my delicious pot of honey. (laughs) A lot of people don't talk about how Pooh Bear was inspired by Ernest Hemingway, bobbing for. <laughs> Bobbing for bullets. Okay, yeah. Uh, anyways, just to get uh, the biographical details of Lester out of the way, because we don't know as much about him as we do about Ernest. We know most of like his personal life through knowing about Ernest. He was married twice. The first one, he has two sons. Don't really know the dates of this, whether he goes off to war before or after this. It's kind of unclear. Uh, and then he's married a second time. And has two daughters, and we'll meet them when he yeah, starts his nation a state. Perfect two and two. A per- he nailed. That's it. hard to do. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's hard to get to get done. Well, he did it once. No shot how, one ball off and did it again. Yeah, yeah. No matter how cold you make the room, or how many tomatoes you eat the night before, yeah. does it have something to do with the girl at that point? <laughs> well, no, actually, because it is determined by the yeah which X, chromosome X, you y. shoot oh, over. Okay, okay. As, which uh, one? Which the, one? You you write in an envelope, slide <laughs> it across the table. Yeah. And say, does this sound adequate? Yeah, to you? <laughs> deal. This is how babies are made yeah <laughs> okay in, in the back rooms of <laughs> so like i says he's go, he's gonna go off to world war ii but before he does that he writes it he co-writes an article for reader's digest of all fucking things okay. about nazi spies in the caribbean okay <laughs> and this is one of those things that he does where it's like yeah i don't know how true it is <laughs> Sounds like he just wanted to get stationed in the Caribbean. <laughs> well, so that was <laughs> like, like I better go. Yeah, thing. before America enters the war, 
uh, supposedly there's Nazis all over like South America okay, so and the Caribbean, which does check out. That was a thing that was happening, right? That was going to be my next question. That this is pre-war Nazis. This was pre-America like- in the war. I believe it had broken out in Europe by 1940, okay. right? But it's not like Nazis, like like it's not like like uh, Argentina hiding no. in the Caribbean. This Nazis. is yeah pre-war. Well, it's it's the, yeah. It's, so it's after the wars going kicking off in Europe before America entered. These are German soldiers that are just. Kind of like low key state. There's like you. I guess you said now you said spies. Yeah, there's yeah, like yeah, okay. U boats in the Caribbean gathering intel. I feel like that was always something I learned is that it was everyone was always worried that Mexico was going to join the Axis. That was always just because it would like suck if they did. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, like fuck. What would happen if Mexico ah. in the high castle? <laughs> uh, Dude, what if Canada was <laughs> was USSR? Ah. I forget that like being located somewhere helped you get information at one point in time. <laughs> it was the best. I feel like do. if I was in Russia right now, walking around trying to find stuff out, I would know less than if I just stayed home and Googled some stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, <laughs> or like went on a, a fucking yeah. chat room. You're just, yeah. You're just in Russia bursting into meetings. <laughs> anything, like, anything secret going on in here? Yeah. You're just as a window washer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Ear to the glass. But yeah, the, the big story that he and his co-author write up is, well, first of all, they were basically like sneaking around the Caribbean. When you sail places, you have to be like, we're coming here and we're going to arrive then. But with the Caribbean, it's stormy enough that you could be like, oh, we had boat troubles. We had to land in Nicaragua. Okay. And so what they would do is they would literally just like jam a wooden rod into their motor and then land in a place and be like, we got a problem. Oh. <laughs> and that's how they discovered a German warehouse in Costa Rica. By, oop- by oopsing by onto it? By pretending accident? to oopsie and then getting a tour of this. And they're like, we're pretty sure it's used for fuel. And that's Wait, they the were whole like, fucking... They were like, it is our tradition that if newcomers are like are like beached at our shores to show them the secret <laughs> Nazi warehouses. <laughs> How do you go from like stranded in a boat to like... <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> it is Sitting at the, the yeah. round table. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, it's not like, super clear whether they discovered was a Nazi outpost or just a German welcome i hi let me show you what i have oh Is you there? think you're lost we're, we're at a total loss what to do with all these weapons <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> well so so you're kind of saying that there's a chance that he's just lying is why this there's maybe doesn't make sense. No, there's a chance that this was not <laughs> as reported to be. Okay, yeah. That's yeah. all. But you can say he hunted for German U-boats in the 1940s. All right. If you want to. You say what that he, about me, too. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to. What he did do, for sure, was he served in World War II as a GI. France and Germany. Classic Saving Private Ryan shit. He was there. Don't know if he was on the front lines or anything, but sure. he was fighting. Been there, done that. And yeah. he, this inspires him to write his first novel. 1953, The Sound of Trumpets. And it is a re- it is released to some acclaim. What if he opens it and the f- only page is just... <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, a book full of automatopoeias. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Whole thing. It was the first pop-up book with those, like, <laughs> the trumpet goes. <laughs> those $15 greeting cards. <laughs> How many books were dropped after the war? I mean, there, that competition had to be so stiff. It seems to be a whole thing of like, here was what it was like for me to be in the war. Yeah. And yet none of our grandpas will talk about it. No, that's, yeah, they really kind of showed up at some point. It seems like it seems you, like you went every, one of two routes yeah, with it. Yeah. <laughs> you wrote a bestseller or you got real quiet, <laughs> real quiet. Yeah, so he writes this book and, you know, he's published it under his own name. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's good. He's Lester's brother can also write. That's pretty cool. And then not much else happens. None of his novels, and he publishes four other novels in his life, ever really have a big oomph behind I would consider four published novels, though, something. Sure. Yeah, I mean, but if your brother was having that's fair, you that's could fair. publish four novels. You could publish four novels. That's fair. His most successful book by far is a book called My Brother, Ernest Hemingway. Uh, and it was actually it was actually Ernest's idea to do him for him to do a biography of him. I don't know if that was like you would tell my story the best or if it was like you'd make a lot of money. Yeah, you need poof. Mom and dad are worried about it. <laughs> well, dad, mom is. Mom is. Dad is dad's having a good time. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great to just be able to throw people a bone off your likeness? Yeah. Oh yeah! I mean, oh, how yeah. great would that feel? Be like, yeah, man, you, you can, can write, you can write, just write a write book where you say I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, actually, Ernie had a superstition about people writing biographies about the, the living. 
I don't know what the uh, superstition was, but he rectified it pretty quickly for oh, Lester. The timeline works pretty well. It worked out pretty well. Uh, he publishes <laughs> the book. He basically has it finished before Ernest dies. And then <laughs> after the gun cleaning incident, he just has to add a couple pages on the end, I imagine. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so by what margin? And, and then like, you'll you never can't... guess what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like... Uh, I mean, he's not the first person to publish a Ernest Hemingway biography, but it comes out the year he dies, and it's a big hit. He makes a good deal of change up. So he told his brother, or he he was on the record as being like, you can't write a biography about the living, and then the biography came out, and he immediately no no, 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 no. The biography comes out after he dies. That really seems like... <laughs> I bet... Like he's okay, like, I don't know if he did it because of that. Probably not, right? But I'm sure that he did think about that yeah. when he did it, right? Do you think it was premeditated <laughs> enough to be like, yeah, you can get started on that. I want. I I was kind of thinking that. Or he's know. like, I want to kill myself. I'm just unless I have a deadline, I can't get yeah. anything done. <laughs> unless I got an editor up my ass, <laughs> I never finish it. He's, he's he's always calling his brother like like Where are you at? And that's in that. <laughs> I just I, there's a concert in about two months. I was trying to plan some stuff out. Can I? Where? Uh, yeah, just start writing a chapter about me, how much I love to clean my gun. Yeah, yeah. And then leave it yeah. unfinished. Wink, wink. You're like, Ernie, are you saying wink over the phone? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that book makes him a good deal of change, which he uses to fund his passion project. All right. So I'm going to tell you about the island. First, I need to talk about guano. <laughs> I am listening. <laughs> okay. Guano. We have to talk specifically about the Guano Islands Act of 1856. Okay. Now, this sounds Legislation like... Legislation has <laughs> entered the picture. And this, this sounds Guano like Island. the type of thing that I discovered while researching Lester Hemingway. It is actually the exact opposite. <laughs> I was looking into the Guano Islands Act, and I discovered Lester Hemingway. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, this is the craziest bit of, like, world history trivia that I've ever... Joey, I'm sorry to interrupt. There was, the other day, we were talking about, like, what does Joey do with his time? <laughs> we, <laughs> we were... I think he watches a lot of movies. I don't know what he does. We did have a conversation <laughs> with <laughs> one other person. I, don't, I can't recall who. It's kind of shiny. But, like, I seem love fairly busy, yeah, but... Yeah, what is about you? <laughs> <laughs> You really tell because the schedule doesn't seem like the truth is I'm not busy. I'm just stressed. Yeah, and reading about batshit island. So it's guano is not just batshit. It is also bird shit. The thing is, it has to accumulate and dry up, right? Mm. Oh, so it has to. So when a a bat or a bird, just a fresh duke, a fresh duke, a fresh number two out of the cloaca. That's not guano yet. Uh, no, I don't think bats have an ass. <laughs> bats have an ass? Yeah, they do. <laughs> dump, truck and, <laughs> dump truck and some fan art. <laughs> some deviant art. So yeah, uh, they're both guano. And the reason guano is important, or it was in the 19th century, is that it is super rich in nitrogen, which you need uh-huh. in fertilizer. Yes. Okay. It was like the number one source of fertilizer was guano. Uh, in the 1850s, America is importing 760,000 tons of guano a year. Wow. <laughs> uh, and it's like, this is like, it's a uh, indigenous South Americans had been using it for like centuries, right? Okay. And then Europeans were like, we got a cool new idea when they come <laughs> over. So the UK and Europe and the US are all importing this guano, mostly from South American countries, right? Sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, but the US, it's obviously is like we need to get our own source of guano. And you can get it. So you can get guano from bat caves, right? Mm-hmm. The issue is if you take out a bunch of guano from a cave, you're going to change the ecology of the cave and uh-huh. the bats might leave it. Because there's Do bar bugs attracted to it or something. There's is literally there... so much guano in caves that it affects the, the shape and the temperature. Like that is it's wow. it's crazy. It's castle of their own shit. Yes, That's bats live in bats that. live in a big cave made of their own shit. So the earth like like grows and shapes <laughs> around it. Right. So if you take out too much guano out of a habitat where bats live, the bats not might not. Come like back. this place beat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <It's> fucking, <laughs> There's no shit anywhere here. Yeah, so mining guano. Fuck this place. So mining guano, while it's possible, isn't super sustainable. So the more sustainable way to get guano to squeeze a bat. <laughs> yeah. is to is from birds specifically from seabirds who produce more nitrogen rich shit Uh and also accumulate most of their shit on these like rocks in the middle of the ocean Mm -hmm. okay so the middle of the ocean is, well, is the out, easy way to get them that's the easiest way to okay, get them i like looking into guano harvesting 
to this day, the easiest way to get it is to get in there with a freaking axe. <laughs> God damn, dude. So yeah. it, it 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 solidifies in a way where you, there's like rocks of it, like it's like that. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, you if you've been in a cave, you've probably seen it overhead. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I spend most of my time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't like the implication there, Joe. Yeah, what did I do last week? God, it's possible. Uh, dude, what, did what I, happened last what, night? Did I, I woke up. <laughs> I woke up covered in guano. I woke up rich as shit. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up with a new in, the new fucking business. Oh, God. <laughs> I got a higher sea mining <laughs> guano. <laughs> so yeah, America. Unlike a lot of these South... Oh, by the way, I should just say, there are at least two wars that I discovered in the research for this that were fought over Guano. It's wow. Just, isn't that crazy? Okay, the Ace Ventura War. What, what's the, other one? <laughs> the War of the Pacific, the reason why Chile is so long and owns all of the ocean on the ah. coast. Yeah, where they're fighting Bolivia. Uh, they were like, give us all the Guano. We want all the Guano. Wow. And I'm sure they also didn't like Bolivia. I'm sure that they wasn't the Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if they liked Bolivia... We love those guys. It's, they we just need that sweet, sweet shit. Oh, well, you, you don't want shit, right? We'll yeah. take that off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We, I think we touched on this in a recent episode, but like, it is crazy how many wars came and went and just that like the loss of human life that's just, like nonchalant it's like oh i heard about new wars today like that's insane fought over bird shit yeah. of all things yeah. and if, if, you can keep it <laughs> i don't want it at all man if they knew the power they had wouldn't they be, like it's like machiavellian like the way you could like get your parents to fight if you like, Wait, birds you the, yeah if they just like take a shit and they're like they're they're gonna go at it over they, this they act like they kind of do not <laughs> don't they like I, I, know you have a, that stuff. I know you have a torrid relationship with birds but <laughs> oh yeah they I'm know sorry. they have one on, on i'm us. sorry but you if you had just remembered to harvest all the times you've been shot on by a bird you'd be a rich man in the 1800s yeah uh, obviously, guano is not super important anymore because we have artificial fertilizers. But with organic food coming back, it might be time. Uh-huh. Okay, so wait. Here's the Guano Islands Act of 1856. Remember, this is 1856. America's not like an imperialist nation aside from, you know, killing the natives on their own land. They're yes. not like going out and stealing land from other countries. The Guano Islands Act is often considered one of the first times America was like, hey, we could take whatever is out there if you find it. Here is the uh, here's the text of like the the first part of it. Okay. Whenever any citizen of the United States discovers a deposit of guano on any island, rock, or key not within lawful jurisdiction of any other government and not occupied by another citizen of another government, and takes peaceable possession thereof, they 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 may, at the discretion of the president, be considered as appertaining to the United States. So basically, you got a boat, you find an island, it's covered in bird shit. Mail a letter to the president. It's America's now. I kind of felt like that was just being a default sort of rule that <laughs> countries would have. That if you take something owned by no one and no one, and no one's ever seen it, you can have it. <laughs> but now you can. He's saying the land then be- that you harvest it from becomes part it's, of the. It's America's. It's America's city, baby. We and this is still this is still a law, by the way. Still in effect, the three of us could get a sailboat and find a cool. Rock. Is this how he made a country? <laughs> He found shit in the ocean and lived there. It's a, it's gonna get. It's a little bit weirder than that, okay. if you can believe it. Could we claim Trash Island, the, we, the Pacific Garbage Patch? Yeah, if there was enough guano over there, I think we could. Oh. It's the size of oh, Texas. this is just guano law. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which fuck. Hmm. We could maybe plant some the way. A lot of people get arrested for drugs. Guess what? It's a little baggy full of guano. That's what Lester does. He doesn't find a natural island covered in guano. He puts, he puts on a bat costume, takes a shit, and yeah, gets, and gets a Bigfoot <laughs> like blurry photo of it happening. Ooh, <clears throat> big seabird this side of the Pacific. It's even kind of strange that he uses this as the justification for this. He t- finds a spot 10 miles west of Jamaica. It's still kind of like under it's, ten miles. It's is within really, sight. I feel yeah, like, ten miles the, is really it's close. Pretty close to Jamaica. Jamaica's like that. We we see you. <laughs> <laughs> we go there all the time. <laughs> he takes it's an eight by thirty foot bamboo raft, and he parks it over a sandbar, and he moors it down using an old like an old engine block. 
Okay. <laughs> he declares that this land, which is an inter at the time is an in international waters. I think now it's not. This is in 1964. Wait, wait, wait. The it's more than just a raft. He takes this raft to it. It is. It's a raft. Oh my god! It's a raft, and then wait. So what did he discover? He didn't discover anything. He built a raft and said, "This is an island." And so then, he was like trying to pass off that he found naturally occurring <laughs> guano on the raft he built. <laughs> so he he puts. It's so, I mean, am, is anyone hearing this? <laughs> it's such a weird exercise in like, he wanted to do this like in a weird legal way. He could have just done this without the, like, without claiming that this was a guano claim. But he decided yeah. he wanted half of this raft to belong to the United States of America. <laughs> he a true patriot. <laughs> so he put bird shit on half of the raft. Just, you know, toss a handful over there or whatever. Yeah, just to make it cozy. Under the Guano Islands Act, this half of this raft belongs to America. This 15 by 8 feet belongs to you guys. The other half of the of the 30 by 8 foot raft was the new country of New Atlantis. Okay. Uh -huh. So we really missed, like, we went from, like, a normal guy with a normal <laughs> job and then just cut to this happening in his life. And I think there's something we don't know <laughs> <laughs> that took place to him. I, war changes you, man. <laughs> Dear God, I wonder man. at what point he had this idea. But you said he found, land, like, right, a sandbar or something? Uh, the Sam, no, as in like, it's only a 50 foot. Oh, I see. Something he can anchor he, He's to. just anchored off of the coast. Okay, yes. gotcha. That's why it was not like a crazy place. It's not like he's anchored. <laughs> yeah, that's why this is That's why it's sense. not crazy. Yeah. yeah. So does he, does this shit have like, like ceiling or walls or anything? It's nope. just. He's got, he's got plans, you know? Also the idea of, of like spreading shit around in the, in the 30 feet you <laughs> I live don't in. know. I don't know how much shit he actually brought. <laughs> How far did he sail this raft? It was 10 All... miles off the coast of... Okay. So, from so he Jamaica, left from Jamaica. I yeah. <sighs> I'm just am floored by this. Yeah, no. So, so okay, that also leads to the question, like, can you just find some space near Jamaica and be like, ma, like, dibs? According to him, no law against it. Uh, Does he I have claim then to true. the water below his raft or the airspace above yes, it? Yes, he claims 50 feet below his raft, all the way down to the, to the floor. Mm. <laughs> I just he says there's no lie. I just really feel like there was. <laughs> there's I guess there's just something of like a eh, bigger fish to fry. Yeah, I guess the this fucking lunatic can die soon. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to live long on this thing, is well, he? Well, here's the thing. He's not living on. Okay. Let, let's right. let's back Shut up. The fuck? <laughs> let's back <laughs> I can't deal with this. Let's back up here. So half of it belongs to America. Unclear why he does that exactly, other than loving America. The other half is where he builds the uh Sorry, I want to get the name he uses for it right. The <laughs> I'm like really having a hard time with this. <laughs> I, hey man, I know. I'm also trying to understand, you know, because a lot of it involves just like the semantics of the guano law and the way you read it. I'm like, I, I still like it's just it's it's odd. Yeah, it's, odd. it's really it's odd. odd. I don't know why he uses this judgment. Well, to the letter of the law, this is a crazy thing to do. <laughs> like it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I guess he just wanted the technically the Guano Islands Act offers you military protection. Oh, well now maybe uh, I'm seeing it. <laughs> yeah. But when you're on that, right? Yeah. Well, if you need asylum, just uh, move over 50. Okay, so he's going to get in a bar fight and go go <laughs> well, raft also, out to like, his other it's when the military cares to protect it, too. It's not like they have to come do it. <laughs> Legally, you gotta. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why he does it. Look, I'm sorry that I can't explain. No, I've this I have come logic. to accept that you I don't mean, have these answers. <laughs> imagine this guy being drunk at a bar in Jamaica. He's like, hey, you want to come see my boat? Yeah. It's covered in that shit. <laughs> yeah, does your passport have a New Atlantis page? So the shit side is America. On the New Atlantis side mm -hmm. is the International Society for Marine Research. That's what the whole island is about, is he wanted to create a society and he needed to call it international. <laughs> the okay, logic of this doesn't, but he, he does his best. It's so clear that he's like play acting. In this whole thing, right? Okay. Because here's what he does. There are six citizens of New Atlantis. None of them live on New Atlantis. Have, have they all been to New Atlantis? Yes. Okay. Because the citizens are him, 
his wife Doris, who is really just <laughs> down. They're two children, <laughs> whatever. They're two children, Anne and Hillary. So the two daughters that I mentioned okay. before, and the fr- his friend Ed Moss, and, his, oh. and Ed's assistant Julie. Hell so yeah, I think, dude. so I think what that was was his family, his buddy, and the woman he was having an affair with. <laughs> so they're just out there drinking beers, hucking I, them into the ocean. <laughs> International waters, baby. Yeah, yeah. they're fucking playing illegal gambling there but they they play it they play it out right they uh they make a constitution he writes a constitution which he does by control f find replacing the united <laughs> states constitution oh my but god every th- we the people of new, new Atlantis, in order to form a more perfect union <laughs> so okay so they are they are living in jamaica right they're living actually in miami <laughs> is that does that make sense you got to go around cuba but i mean kind oh my god Fuck these guys! <laughs> like, really, I said, we've talked about like really bad people, and this guy, I'm like, fuck this guy. So he's the acting president. He's elected unanimously to be president. Uh, his daughters. Who are, oh wow! His first, daughters who first are, to ever do it. Yeah, three and eleven are yeah, that's, able to vote for him. Yeah, coming out of one hundred percent of the vote. <laughs> oh, because the, the underagers, of course, they're allowed to vote for him. He institutes his own currency, which he calls scruples. Which is oh my god! I had classes like this, and I kind of liked it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of liked when we did it well, in school. I date like you know Miss Kimmelbucks or whatever they were. Well, it's like it's like if you're asking, it's just kids. Like you're asking your dad, yeah. like we're just going to the movie. Can I have fifteen bucks? And he's like, you can have twenty five father dollars. <laughs> you wait till- one real dollar or a thousand oh, yeah, daddy I know, bucks. I know. <laughs> well, wait until you hear what a fucking scruple is. Though. Okay. So the joke there is that a rich guy should have a lot of scruples fucking shoot yourself sooner Uh, (laughs) so scruples were consisted of whatever was laying around shells fish hooks he's playing calvin ball on the ocean just (laughs) making it up as they go he's like good job young daughters here's a handful of fish hooks buy yourself something nice it's so clear how much of this was just like a tongue-in-cheek joke right but at the same time he was a lot of work at the same it's so much work right and also he was going around to bars in miami and like drunkenly offering people citizenship into his island yeah that's what it was about yeah Yeah. that's mostly welcome you can be a citizen of new atlantis if you want to if you are from his wife's perspective, right? <laughs> if you are ever dating a person and you ask them what they're doing that day and they're like, oh, I'm writing a constitution. <laughs> <laughs> That's the moment for the intervention. Yeah, That's- get out. Get, yeah, you're going down with that ship. Like, <laughs> you back out of the room. Yeah, you yeah, cannot even yeah, turn around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's their, in- as far as their international status got, they wanted to make money. They, he wanted to make money by selling. New Atlantis postage, which does exist or did exist to a certain extent, and the postage just had pictures of Lind- it had pictures of Lyndon Johnson on it. Who was the president at the time? Dude, this guy loves America. This guy is such a cook. <laughs> <laughs> and he like mailed one to he mailed a free stamp to Lyndon Johnson, and be like, "I put you on my stamp." And Lyndon Johnson refers to him as "Thank you, acting president." Oh my god! So stop. The closest brush to international legitimacy he gets is that Lyndon Johnson kind of is like, it's, it's president said so. It's like he was doing all of this for his daughters, and then the president was like, "Yes, there is a Santa Claus." <laughs> well, it feels like he's it's it's like one of the, like a like a rom com where he's like in like an escalating series of lies to the woman he's seeing. <laughs> he's like, "No, see, I am the president of New Atlantis." Uh, you think like, his wife was down? She yeah. was only down if what he was yeah. saying was true. I got a letter from Lyndon Johnson today. <laughs> he is see? laying the brick road in front of yeah. him. Uh, but big surprise, the uh, postal. What is the, the like the big postal thing, the United Nations postal thing? Okay, you know what I'm. You guys know what I'm talking about. I was picturing a, a note in a bottle <laughs> at this point. The international government is like, this isn't real postage. You can't use no, this. Shit. Of course, you can't use this shit to send letters. Yeah. Absolutely not. That's it. so talking to Lyndon Johnson one time is as close as Lester Hemingway gets to having a real mission sure. or having. LBJ's like assistant sign a piece of paper <laughs> on his behalf. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but unfortunately, New Atlantis was not meant to be. The plan was always to build an actual artificial island there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, no. That's always where the plan starts. <laughs> the plan was he was going to put a bunch of rocks down and just build it up. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess. I, I guess. Sure. I have four better ideas on how to do it than I that. I thought. I guess. I kind of think that's how you build an artificial island. But I then, don't know. but then you do that, and you've accomplished a pile of rocks. That's like, an island, baby. It's your pile of rocks. Right, right, you man. love it because it's your. Where a man pile can of really be a man. <laughs> Uh, 1966, just like a year and a half after he starts this great nation, the entire country is swept away in a tropical storm. <laughs> uh, oh my God. <laughs> no, yeah, please send yeah, help to the poor people. Yeah, pray Obviously, for... no one was aboard because no one actually yeah. lived. Are there. we still looking John's for the lost, con- the lost nation of New Atlantis? <laughs> no, some Jamaican fisherman found it like the next yeah, day duh. and just scrapped it for parts. <laughs> So he was like, well, I don't have the bamboo anymore. I guess my country is gone. <laughs> Falling off the map, just as the original Atlantis was. Wow. This fucking law. asshole. This asshole. But that's not the end of the Lester Hemingway saga. Well, the end is he kills himself. Yeah, but the but, <laughs> but the close-ish to the end. The fun, the fun thing that happens before is this all, all this nonsense about the supernatural. Oh, I love mm. it. He, he, he went sea crazy out there. <laughs> So he, he watched his whole country. <laughs> you know how hard it is to watch your country sink into the ocean? So it's not surprising that he and Doris, his wife, get really into seances after this. I can't tell you why that's not surprising, but you are correct. <laughs> that's like, uh, totally follows. Yeah, so he becomes this weird kind of like occultist. I mean, he does name his country New Atlantis, which also kind of is has like, sure. are you thinking about Atlantis a little bit? Yeah. These poor kids, man. Well, one of the kids, Hillary, is real into it, actually. I thought you were just like, kills herself. No, not, <laughs> not that I found. Uh, Hillary super is into this uh, paranormal stuff, and she actually, she and her husband later go on to write a bunch of books about paranormal shit. Okay. Yeah. Wow, she stuck with it. That is she kind of fun. That. Write stories about the seances that were going in, on in her father's house and stuff. That's fun. Sure. I'm fine with I guess that. so. Okay, also... <laughs> Although it does sound like maybe she wouldn't have been into it if he, her dad wasn't. If <laughs> she didn't not grow fun up on if, yeah. if she'd had a more normal childhood, she <laughs> yeah. could just be writing regular fun yeah, if her jello wasn't made with salt water. <laughs> <laughs> left out in the hot That's a delicacy. <laughs> Uh, this is also when uh, he starts taking up like semi-residence. He's mostly staying in Miami, but he's also living on the Bahamian island of Bimini, it's called. I hate that all these Hemingways are such weird island people. It's so weird, yeah. right? It's so weird. Bimini is a part of the Bahamas, but it's like two islands that are kind of like closer to Miami than they are to like Nassau or whatever. It's just a small little place. It seems nice. I'm like, sure it's like, nice. Like 2,000 people, I think. I'm sure it's super nice. And yeah. he actually, in his later <laughs> years, he starts the only newspaper on Bimini. Okay. Which is, uh, it's it's like an index card. <laughs> it's like a comically small newspaper. Uh, Here's what I did today. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, Bill caught a big fish. This guy is I just like all that. like dad jokes. This guy's just like yeah. a groaner of a joke I mean, kind of guy. There was a big something happened in the war that made this man cringe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. He, the war made me cringe. He got filled. <laughs> Okay, but I, I want to talk about this because this is the last public appearance of Lester Hemingway is in a 1980 episode of In Search Of on a e You guys heard of okay, it? I have not heard of In Search Of. In Search Of was a history t- channel type show hosted by Leonard Nimoy. Okay. And it would be like In Search Of Bigfoot, In Search Of UFOs. Oh, fun. Okay. <laughs> what was he in search of? He was in search of, the episode was called The Bimini Wall, okay. which is, I watched this whole episode. It sounds like he was so in search fun. of my thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just never yeah. kind of found it. A purpose. <laughs> the Bimini Wall is this kind of weird looking rock formation off the coast of Bimini, where he was living a lot of the time. And some people say that it's, the gate. It was a an old flight. part of Atlantis itself. Is okay, so. What's the? It's just like it looks like man-made or something. It looks kind of man-made. I don't. I it, of course. I mean, but also, I was looking at it. I was like, I don't know. That looks <laughs> like some shit that could happen. My question was, is it from Atlantis? <laughs> <laughs> is it actually? <laughs> I found it in this. What if I? Okay. But if I found Atlantis while researching for this fucking podcast. Come on. We'd have to start paying anymore. <laughs> Come on, guys. Oh, yeah. By the way, I found Atlanta. What am I doing in my free time? I found it. Yeah, no, that's cool, man. We, <laughs> we thought we would figure just watching movies. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, so he shows up. He's not even, even really talking about the Bimini Wall. Well, supposedly, this was a part of Atlantis where the there were fountains of youth with restorative yes, yeah, properties, yes. right? And also, in the Juan Ponce de Leon, who was looking for the fountain of youth, mentions Bimini in one of his writings. He's okay. like, maybe there's a fountain of youth so in like, Bimini. So they think Atlantis is like in the vicinity, probably. Yes, but also Atlantis is not true. It's a thing that yeah. Plato made up as like a story. I know it. It is funny that people spent their lives searching for something that like fate, like just started fate. It started <laughs> like, fate. like rec- recorded fate. Atlantis is like Plato was like, what if there was a place called Atlantis? Let's just make up. Let's make up a random country so we yeah. don't have to use a real one. And then everyone was like, where that you, was where is it? Or where do you say that was? <laughs> Teacher, where is Atlantis? Yeah. Just the <laughs> people missing the point. I love that Plato was like far enough ahead where he could just like pretend he has something in his hand and throw it. And, <laughs> and everyone else is like the dog that starts sprinting. Where is that? Where is that? Where? <laughs> it was just fucking galaxy brain, man. No one was paying. No one could follow that guy. He's a lot like you, Adam. Yeah, no one could follow you. <laughs> they try. They yeah. try. Okay, so the part of the episode that Lester is in, it is him and Hillary, who, as a, who's like a teenager at the time. Yeah, they're, they're, Leonard Nimoy's narrating to like Lester Hemingway, who is Ernest Hemingway's brother. Weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> taking us to where, taking us to a, a spring that might be connected to the supposed fountain of youth in these stories. And they go into like this mangrove swamp area. And mangroves, don't quote me on this, I think can like desalinate water. Like have a uh, okay, so it's probably just a it's a naturally occurring, yes, pretty clean. It's a naturally occurring freshwater yeah, spring. Yeah, okay. A mangrove. I've never heard mangrove. Mangroves. They're yeah, like what, how does it? Those big trees. It's a type. Oh, of tree. Yeah. okay. Like I actually think like dirt and root, like like desalinates water, like as a sort of common yeah. thing. Yeah, yes. Yeah. No, it's it's I I'm not going to be able to describe it properly, but it's not like mystical that this right. makes, has a freshwater yeah. spring. Yeah. Okay. But what is cool, he, he like you see him like diving into the spring and he's like, yeah, it's a pretty fun spring. <laughs> uh and it's gonna be even funner summer. The Hemingways <laughs> The Hemingways claim that the spring genuinely has restorative properties, which I don't know how true all that shit kind of is, but like Lester claims, and both of his daughters claim, even Anna, who's way more skeptical than than Hillary, the psychic lady was. Yeah, yeah. They're both like, yeah, his gout got better after he <laughs> after he swam in that spring a few times. Yeah, warmth and other, I mean, it's yeah, cold, I, yeah, I cold water. Oh well, that too. <laughs> Warm, like cold. super hot, super cold, salty, it, not salty. It's <laughs> weird just how much just like going out in nature is good for you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> We're just like, yeah, it's man, just like it, what have you been doing? It, it, right, try something else. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's usually inside works. every day of my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he dips in some fresh water. It cures his gout. That's pretty good for him. Uh, also, this is what we'll end on for some reason. In that episode, they have a guy, and granted, this was from a History Channel program, so do not quote. This is red tape shown sure, all sure, over sure. it. The guy was like, there actually is a higher than average amount of lithium in that spring. <laughs> so maybe it was just making you feel not bad. Because he's okay. bipolar? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I would, I could believe I mean, <laughs> some, some sort of diagnosis. Was, decisions in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There was he did. I mean, starting a country. Yeah. Starting a country. I guess it's possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, 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 maybe I am the king. <laughs> the Guano Islands Act. That's the answer to everything. Uh, yeah, this is a lot of furiously like flipping through pages. Like, <laughs> but yeah, that is the story of Lester Hemingway. He gets at the end. He gets cured of his gout. And then, what's the time around before he This before he is dies? in 1980. He dies in 1982. Wow. Okay. So this is like the last thing you could see him in. Is, he looks just like Ernest Hemingway. Everything points out that like he just looks like Ernest. Sure, sure. Huh. And he's yeah, always living in that shadow. Up, uh, you, you know what? If your brother does it, famously kills himself, you gotta you got, see yeah, yeah. out those last few years. Yeah, 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 I dude. mean, come you, on. That's like the ultimate... He, getting little brother to like <laughs> yeah you gotta go for it you gotta see how long you can make it yeah dude you yeah. gotta be like a hundred and one like everyone in my family kills themselves well, you got the, yeah, i went 120 it's so insane to find the fountain of youth and kill yourself <laughs> yeah, yeah to, to be on the, to be on the fucking prowl for eternal youth and and, and, and life well now that i found that <laughs> <laughs> oh man. i mean that's incredible 
I hate how like funny he thought he was being. <laughs> this his whole life was him like t- he was he's a guy who would have been like you know people tell me I should do stand up <laughs> like, like, like he's pretty sure one of those. Was guys. he writing novels while all this was playing out, or was he just these kind of like at what what which point the uh, well the, the new Atlantis? New Atlantis I bet uh, I bet he took a two year hiatus during the. During the New Atlantis saga. Okay. But he has four published books. I'm curious, like, are any of them, like, towards these uh, crazy six, years? Six, including mean... a memoir. Inclu- sorry, including the biography. Okay. A book about this would be so much more interesting than, <laughs> yeah. like, than, like, my brother Ernie. <laughs> like, <laughs> who cares? Ah, well, that's, uh, thank you, uh. You're welcome. Yes. I'll never say it. <laughs> no, I'm not thankful. <laughs> One day I'll get you. Uh, wow. Thank you all for listening. Um, well, you think the listeners, Cosmo? Thank you, guys. Thank you. No, we do appreciate it. People yeah. have said nice things. Uh, check us out online. We're out there. Joey's out there tweeting. Yeah, dude. Joey's out there making. her mingling, <laughs> finding singles. <laughs> Joey's out there making the guano of the internet on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, hey, real quick. I did a guest spot on some friends podcast that's probably ah. out by the time this is out. I don't know when we're dropping this one. Uh, it's called We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. It's a uh, game show where they quiz each other on movies they haven't seen. I quiz them both on So I Married an Axe Murderer. So if you want to hear two hours of me really breaking down wow. Mike Myers' most misunderstood role. Check that out. You really should tell us before you do other podcasts. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that, mm-hmm. but... Uh, yeah, I didn't sign the permission slip. Did you, Cosmo? No, I didn't, but I guess you guys should listen to Joey do this. <laughs> we uh, ain't say nothing yet. <laughs> Check him out on the podcast fun. apps. Would it be more fun to listen to if I've seen the movie or if I have not? I guess they haven't seen the... Look, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'll try both. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to watch it twice. There's L- I watched it three times this year just because I uh, I suggested the movie because I had watched it recently, re-watched it recently, and then I watched it to come up with the quiz, and then they were like, we're going to watch it right now, and you want to join us? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as, while it is a movie I like, I don't recommend it. You don't like it that much. I don't like it that much. Yeah. Well, fun. All right. Yeah, we'll check them out there. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll uh, we'll yeah. give you something. We'll give you something next week to nibble on you little <laughs> you little chipmunks. I, I hate it when you go to this place. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>